it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you wanna get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary VGW group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply opponent faced by an Australian cricketer was a malfunctioning elevator. This is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Uh, not quite the night that I had planned. Uh, I'm currently stuck in <laughs> stuck in a lift. You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke and that was uh, Steve Smith who somehow managed to get himself stuck in an elevator. What do you think the night was that he had planned? Was it kind of shadow shadow batting in his room? A lot of shadow batting. I, I, I would have thought that he would have been doing more shadow batting while stuck in the lift. Well, yeah. It seems like the best opportunity to do it. Instead he was... Uh, straight onto Instagram. Straight onto Instagram <laughs> uh, do, doing some kind of funny dance uh, thing where his face was superimposed over somebody else. Then he uh, tracked down Marnus and got Marnus to get himself <laughs> Some, some supplies, so he could because he might not have survived the hour while he was in there without Marnus. Is Marnus the one you would text Marnus, in the Australian cricket team? Well, I'm not sure he had to text Marnus. I think they've got oh. a telepathic link, so he just uh, <laughs> sent a message out saying, Marnus, Marnus, Smith alert, Smith alert. <laughs> maybe Marnus was out there all the time going, hey, yeah, look at this. <laughs> yeah, or maybe Marnus just stopped the lift. Uh, we thought about that. that um, maybe, <gasps> Someone was out there jamming the lift yeah, like, as soon as he hopped in. Yep. Maybe that he hopped in and, and said, come on guys, follow me in and they all just pressed the door so that it would shut really quickly and leave yep. him in there. Well, if you were, what if Manus smuggled something through, through the crack yeah. to him, didn't he? He goes, so, oh, what's this coming from Manus? Oh, some M&Ms or something. Yeah, so Manus got a packet of M&Ms from a vending machine, I think, and just uh, opened them up and, <laughs> and poured them through. The, I don't know why he couldn't just pass the whole bag through. Oh, it's but, funny to yeah, pour them through. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, chucked a couple of M&Ms through. That M, is M for Manus, presumably. That's hilarious. Yes. That, that amusing, uh, are you sure you're going to survive? What would you send through the, the door if you were sending some food through to Steve Smith? To, to Steve Smith? Uh, I, you'd have to send 
in something flat. I reckon those little flat sheets of seaweed would be good. Oh, yeah, yeah, the flat seaweed. Yeah. I was thinking like a waffle or something you might enjoy. <laughs> yep. Or that chewing gum that comes in the strips, you know, the uh, flat yeah. chewing with, gum. With, with, a, with a footy card or a cricket <laughs> card inside there as well. Oh, yeah. Maybe Marna should have got a, a stick of gum with a, a cricket card of Steve Smith in there to, so yeah. he could just admire himself. And That'd be good. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover Australia retaining the Ashes in the in the third test. Well, a lot of people are in isolation because of COVID, mm. uh, and our thoughts are with you. And I wish we'd stayed home <laughs> and <laughs> watched the test while we awaited the results of the test. Yes, because uh, it, we went. And it was only barely an hour of uh, cricket we got to yeah, see on day three. Yeah, I mean, we watched ninety what eight percent of the test, mm. and then we decided, all right, we'll go in Let's for go in. go in and watch the third day, which should have been a we third. Pretty test. early on the yeah. third day, maybe not quite at the crack of the first yeah. Uh, yeah, ball being bowled, but we were there pretty early, but yeah, it was all over. It was, it was, it was, it was over. Basically, you had time to buy a coffee and yeah. that was about it, I think. Yep. Yeah, so we, we, we did spend longer parking the car than we did uh, <laughs> yep. actually watching cricket. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but the, the test, but before it kind of got to that final day debacle, it, it started with uh, some some quite entertaining stuff when uh, there was footage of Rory Burns and her Hasib Hamid practicing their batting on one leg and and with one one uh, one bat in hand and uh, no no one was quite sure why there was you know mm. it was something about balance uh, it was never quite clear exactly what they were trying to do but whatever they were trying to do uh, Hamid clearly did it better because he was the one who played the test uh, yeah. Rory Burns was dropped that's right uh, England made what 185 batting first on the first day which seemed you know. Not that great, and no. then they, then they somehow conspired to do still, it even worse. Still better than expected. <laughs> better somehow than expected. still better than expected. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. So Australia. I mean, Australia's probably probably the biggest highlight for Australia was uh, well, it certainly wasn't uh, Marnus Labuschagne, he of the M and M's, because mm. he uh, he was ranked the number one batter in the world, and presumably decided that that meant he could only ever score one run in an innings from then on. So he yeah. got himself dismissed for one. Uh, but Marcus Harris was the was the hero for Australia, which was a, a big surprise because uh, well, he stepped up and got a good innings. Didn't he, he did well. He, the the selectors said before the test that they would they were hoping that he would do well, which uh, I thought I thought was a, a very strange way of selecting a team. But you, you can't uh, underestimate Justin Langer, the the mm. power of hope that Justin Langer has, and he, George Bailey, and George Bailey. Mm, yeah. uh, they all hoped that Marcus Harris would do well, and, and, and it came off. It did. He, he, he uh, I, I've, I've tracked uh, down some stats. Most of these came from Rick Finlay on Twitter. Mm. Uh, he passed his 100th career run against England in just his 11th innings. So congratulations to Marcus Harris wow, for well that, that milestone. He also uh, achieved his first ever fifth wicket partnership of his career and his first ever sixth wicket partnership of his career. So huh. it was quite the feat, a record-breaking knock. Yeah. Uh, and also, of course, he outscored uh, England's entire team in the second <laughs> innings. So that, that was, a, that was a, a very good effort there. And Pat Cummins did well too. Mm-hmm. He, he returned. He returned. He successfully avoided sitting near... Well, uh, a COVID person before the test began, which, yeah, which given the situation, is a much yeah. a great effort. Yep, you would have had a more, yeah, a bigger chance of sitting next to someone who was COVID positive, certainly. Yep. in in the hotel, but uh, than than they would have in the restaurant in Adelaide. But yes, uh, no, he was he was quite good, and he ma- he managed to uh, win the toss. Mm. And he didn't, didn't bat first like uh, so many batting captains love to do. He, he decided, no, we're going to have a bowl. Yeah, good yeah. work. Always, 
Always ballfest. Yeah, well, it is very entertaining. So Pat Cummins, leading from the front, decided nobody else was taking wickets in the first session. He mm. decided to chip in with three of them himself. Of course. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, it, this was before the England team didn't show up for day two, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Yes, they, they, uh, there was some hesitation about whether they were going to show up because unlike Pat Cummins, one of them did uh, sit near somebody mm. who was COVID positive and uh, somebody failed the test. So it turned out to be support staff and family members of support staff were failing tests mm. and all the England players had to uh, had to pass a test before they were allowed to hop on the bus. So that gave us uh, Warney, Gilchrist and Vaughney, I think, all sort of padding for time mm. and it turned out to be quite the comedy routine. So I've got what they what they said to each other here and uh, I think Vaughan said, uh, you know, Warney said, I wonder what they're feeling at this time. Vaughan, you're in close contact with the team and then Gilchrist, uh, uh, not literally close contact, of course, and then a little bit later, we're hoping all the team get around that family member who's positive. Not, not literally. <laughs> around them of course and so then <laughs> very much speaking in metaphors the entire time yeah a couple of beats later we're hearing that they've left the hotel so that's positive <laughs> not literally positive of course <laughs> Fantastic. That was really great. Very, very good routine there from the, the Fox so commentators. So started, play started ha- at an hour late, half an hour late. Half an, an hour late on the second day. So half an hour late on the Look, first day because of rain. it would have been great if they started half an hour late <laughs> yeah, on the third day. Yeah. It would have been better for well, us. That was the only day it didn't. So yeah. half an hour late on the first day because of rain, yeah. half an hour late because Bloody of uh, dodgy clocks. tests, and then on time the final day. Yeah. So, yes. So and, and Marcus Harris was caught on the, the stump mic. Yes, he was. Calling someone fucking hopeless. He called uh, he called Hotspot fucking hopeless. <laughs> okay, well, uh, because it, uh, it, it, he was given out LBW, he reviewed a decision and, and Hotspot didn't save him, but luckily mm. Snicko was on hand to save him. So at the end of the over, he went up and had a bit of a chat to Ben Stokes and was like, oh, Hotspot's fucking hopeless. Good work, Snicko. Which is a little, little bit of a pot calling the kettle black for Marcus Harris, uh, <laughs> uh, describing something as fucking hopeless. But yeah. he, he turned it around and maybe Hotspot will turn it around in the in the fourth test as well. Yeah. We, we can only hope. Justin yes. Langer will be hoping for that. And we can hope that England have another day like they had on day two. Two. They yep. did okay on day two, yeah. right? The bowlers came good. The bowlers came good. Nothing wrong with the England bowlers nope. at all. Mark Wood was uh, was firing. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Anderson was on fire oh, as well. They were, yeah, great. They, they were very, very spectacular. They were really fabulous. Yes, and they, they made their way to a very deserved first innings lead of negative 82. So. Anyway, we're not talking very much about <laughs> we're not talking very much about uh, England because they really don't deserve it. But no. Scott Boland deserves a lot of talking about. Mm. However, not by us because we only talk about funny stuff. Yeah, he and, didn't, and, didn't. and he was seriously Fantastic. He was seriously very good. So, yeah, six for seven from four overs. Uh, back to the big bash with your Scott with those yeah, kind of figures. that's right. Yeah. If, you, if you can do it all in four overs, no need <laughs> for you to play test cricket at all. Yep, although apparently he's playing uh, playing the second, uh, the next test, sorry, the, the fourth test. So ah. he's been retained. Have you got a hotline to George Bailey? I have. Uh, uh, Josh <laughs> Hazelwood is still not well. So right. uh, Boland's playing and Travis Head, who's, who's got the COVID, he's out. And Usman Khawaja, who doesn't presumably have the COVID, he's yep. in. fantastic. And for England, it's... Uh, Stuart Broad is he's back. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, yeah. So one of the Ollies misses out. I think all the Ollies are missing out. I think England will be Ollie-less in the fourth test. Yeah. Very distressing. Well, with the test ending in two and a half days, <laughs> there were a lot of terrible jokes going mm. on. And I'll give you another terrible joke. You ready? Yep. The English, oh, actually, first of all, I'll tell you about the English cricket team who took time out of their schedule to visit the local children's hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, you should have seen their sad little faces, <laughs> said Liam, aged eight. <laughs> A classic joke. Classic. Classic Classic, classic hopeless touring team joke. Yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, good work to England. They, they're really leaning into this whole death of English cricket <laughs> thing that uh, uh, inspired the entire premise of the Ashes. Yep. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. 
All right, this, uh, this episode is sponsored by whohasthashes.com. It's your number one website for all important Ashes content. Uh, gives you the key information on what's going on in the Ashes in one simple location, and it is 100% up to date. Uh, it's fully I think updated. it was fully updated within about two minutes of yep. the, the third test concluding. Yeah, so uh, www.whohasthashes.com. Yeah, we haven't told you who has the ashes. You've got to go to this website yes. in order to check it out. Also, Dan gets one cent every time you visit the website. Yes, and also uh, for later on in the year, uh, bookmark uh, who has the women's ashes.com as well. And, yeah. Uh, keep up to date on that too. And by the way, we have Steve Smith in this elevator with us. <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of the ad. Uh, we're, we're about to be locked in here. Let's play. <laughs> Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? This is our quiz. Uh, the quiz today is for Dan. Yes. Dan is versus himself yep. or, or the ether. And uh, <laughs> the quiz today is what lasts longer than England? Okay. It's a classic. We've played this before mm-hmm. in the, I don't know, seven or eight years of this podcast. We've yep. a number of times played uh, what lasts longer than, you know, insert terrible team. And it's mm-hmm. usually England. Yeah, very often. I yeah. mean, sometimes it's Australia. Sometimes, yeah. So, uh, and this is inspired by another dad joke. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's the difference between the English cricket team and a COVID test? There's a lot of these going around. Yes. Uh, And the answer, you have to wait five days for a result with a COVID test. Yes, very good. Boom, boom. And then update, (laughs) I regret to inform you, the entire English team has COVID. (laughs) There's a dark update there for people who like the uh, the darker humour. Anyway, what lasts longer? I'm going to give you a number of things, Mm -hmm. contrasting uh, things that take different lengths of time. You need to tell me which one lasts longer. Okay. So let's start with an easy one. Which lasts longer? England's isolation in Queensland at the start of the tour or the length of time the ashes has taken to get a result? Uh, I'm pretty sure I read that this one, uh, the, the isolation lasted longer. They had to hang around in Queensland isolating. and it only For 14 took, days. For 14 days. It only yep. took 12 days for them to lose the ashes. Well Great done. work from yeah, England. That was, a, that was a loosener. Yep. That's <clears throat> Ready gone. for that one. Just yep. smash that straight to the boundary. Smash it to the boundary. You, know, yep. you let that go through to the keeper. Either way. <laughs> All right. So you smash that one. So, so you've got one, mm-hmm. one up. Now they're going to get much harder. Okay. What lasts longer? Root's average time at the crease so far for the Ashes mm-hmm. or Warner's average time at the crease so far for oh, the Ashes. Oh, God, that's, that's very tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, they've both lasted pretty well, I think. Mm. Uh, Warner's, Warner's been – Root, I think, is score, scoring slower. So I'm going to say Joe Root. Joe Root's average time at the crease is 124 minutes. So A couple of hours. Two hours for each of his innings. I'm counting each inning separately. There's been five of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, – Oh, sorry, he's had six innings, I yep. should say. And Warner uh, has only had four innings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and his average time at the crease is 173 minutes. Oh, wow, almost three hours He's for almost David. three hours for wow. David Good Warner. Good work, David. So it is, and it's because uh, he <clears throat> made 94 runs in the first test mm. and then he didn't bat in the second innings. 95 mm. and 13 in the in the second test and then a fast 38 in, yep. the, in the third test. So he, uh, anyway, we're not worrying about runs. Uh, we're mm. worrying, worrying about minutes. Yep. It is, in fact, batting time Warner who bats. Longer than root one all one all one to the the, the unnamed uh, uh, yep. fifth grade cricketer. So what lasts longer? Uh, Rory Burns' total time at the crease this series. <laughs> yep. We talked before about how he's only really batted in. He's only played two two mm-hmm. tests, two out of the three. So Rory Burns' total time at the crease or the length of time it takes to watch Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, it's got to be. What's longer? Yeah. Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man No Way Home is almost three hours, <laughs> two two and three quarter hours. There's no way Rory Burns has lasted that long. <laughs> <laughs> it only lasted one bloody second at, at the Gabba. 
<laughs> well, indeed, Spider-Man No Way Home lasts 148 minutes, mm-hmm. 2 hours 28. And uh, Rory Burns has, in fact, batted for 193 minutes so far this when? season. When? Like, are they counting warm-up games? Brisbane, 47 minutes. In the second innings. Two innings. Two He's innings. Over the two yeah. innings. He hasn't made many runs, but he was out there for a little while. And uh, in Adelaide, he was out there for 146 minutes. I have no memory of Rory Burns I don't batting think he scored in. I don't 15 think he scored minutes anything. in any given innings. <laughs> I find this very hard to believe. I looked up the minutes myself. <laughs> so, in fact, that's... 2-1 uh, against two me. 2-1 against yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm not smarter than a fifth-grade cricketer. No, well, let's try for this one. This is another easy one. <laughs> what lasts longer? The Boxing Day test mm-hmm. this this season or Christmas leftovers? <laughs> uh, Christmas <laughs> leftovers last a lot longer than the Boxing Day test. We still had plenty leftover and the mm. test was well and truly done. We came home after going to watch the end of the Boxing Day test. And had more leftovers. And had more leftovers. <laughs> I think that, that pretty much uh, – I'm pretty sure mm. this will apply to everyone who's listening. Yeah. Boxing Day test, two point not quite five days yeah. – and Christmas leftovers always last three days. Yeah, you're always least. eating them three. You're always eating them to almost to the last day of five day test. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. I, I would say on average three days for the Christmas leftovers. Uh, you're definitely there's two all. Two all. Two all. Okay, got a couple more. It, what lasts longer? The number of minutes we spent watching the third test at the ground at the MCG versus the England batter that had the longest innings in that test. All right, so the batter who lasted the longest, well, they, they did have a pretty good partnership at one point. I, I, I'm going to say that... Do you know which batter had the longest innings? Uh, I want to say Root. Root made 50, so I'm going to say Joe Root had the longest innings. No, it was Bairstow. Bairstow, Bairstow can't defend anything. Uh, all right, then regardless, I still think that was longer than uh, longer than what we saw on day three. Correct. Bairstow was, was actually out there for 126 minutes. Two hours. For his 35 of 75 balls. Good work, Bairstow. I find that That very improbable. It was in the first innings. And we were there for, I don't know, 65 minutes or something. So, correct. There's 3-2. You're up. You're winning. There's three more questions. Mm -hmm. You ready? Oh, God. (laughs) Three more questions. Yep. Okay, what lasts a longer length of time? The average wait in the queue for a COVID PCR test in Melbourne today, 4th of January 2022, the average Mm -hmm. length of time in the queue, or... The average, the, the, well, the length of time that Joss Butler survived in the second innings to make his 26 runs. Okay, so Joss Butler wasn't out in the second innings. He was, the, but he, he didn't last very long. Like he came in. No, this is one where he batted for time. Oh, sorry, in the, in the second test. In the test, second so, test. Oh, okay. Yep. Then, then he did last a long time in that mm-hmm. one. He came in on the last day and batted for, let's say, four hours, five hours. I reckon a COVID queue is longer than four or five hours <laughs> in Melbourne today. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say COVID queue. COVID queue is correct. So it's 4-2, but the COVID queue at the moment is 4.5 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Butler batted for 258 minutes, okay. which is 4.3 hours. Mm, so tight. Quite, very tight, but yep. the COVID queue is longer. So, yeah, 4-2, mm. 4-2 up. Okay, what is longer? The total time Ben Stokes has occupied the crease for the entire series. Mm-hmm. He's played Melbourne, Adelaide and Brisbane, yep. and he's batted six times. Yep. So the total length of time. Uh, he's made 17 runs average for the series, mm-hmm. by the way, giving you a bit of information. Or the time it takes to put together a new basketball stand, backboard and ring. <laughs> time, the time it takes to put together a new basketball stand, I know for a fact that this takes multiple days. So I don't, don't believe that. Uh, how many hours though? How many hours would that How many take? hours? 48 hours. <laughs> I've been watching it happen. So, uh, uh, the, uh, are you, are you, so I'm, I'm going to say the basketball stand. Thanks. 
Well, the basketball, I'm, I'm, I'm generous. I'm saying the basketball takes six hours to put mm. together. And uh, the average time that Ben Stokes has occupied the crease for the series is eight hours. The total time. Total time, sorry. Yeah. Total time, Ben Stokes, is eight hours. So... <laughs> So I, I still don't think that, that basketball stand is <laughs> going to be done within eight hours. I think you're right. When I put this question together, we were up to six hours and I thought, mm, maybe maybe we'll get it done in the next hour or so, but no, I think it's going to take longer. Yeah. I think that's probably line ball, but I'll give that to you, I think. Okay. All right. So it's uh, – what, what are you knows? up to now? 5-2. Five 5-2. Two. Five two. You're winning. I think you're smarter than a fifth-grade cricketer. Last one. What? This is another easy one. What lasts longer, a New Year's Eve hangover in hours – or the average England Ashes innings? <laughs> the New Year's Eve hangover, for sure. <laughs> yep. Ah, can't bowl, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moller Award. All right, here we are in the Muller Award. Uh, this is our award for crazy, ridiculous, underappreciated things that happened in the world of cricket over the past week. And I we think have we have five nominations. Five this nominations. Week. Do you mm-hmm. want to let go with the first one? The first one is Bruce Oxenford, one of the mm. umpires in the BBL, and he's decided that he's going to signal the start of the power play super boost or whatever it's called yep. uh, by not just making circles with his arms, which is yep. ridiculous enough, actually. Yep. It's kind of a weird... Uh, that, that, that's the traditional power play signal. That's used, right. Yeah. Here's the power play. And, and the power play happens at all different times, so mm. it is exciting when the power play is, so, oh, yep. surprise, yep. another two overs of the power play. Yep. Uh, anyway, he, he doesn't just end the power play by, by going into a neutral position. He ends it by doing a peace sign with his fingers and then pulling them across his eyes. So, so it's, like, it's like the John Travolta <laughs> yep. move in, uh, in Pulp Fiction when Travolta's dancing terribly yep. with Uma Thurman. That's right. So do you yes. think he fancies himself as John Travolta? I don't know, but it's, it's certainly more personality than you see him in most umpires. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little bit entertaining for Bruce Oxenford. Well done. Yeah. It's a good idea and everyone else should try and come up with a unique move. Hmm. Well, I've, I've got a, a nomination uh, from, what is he now, Lord Ian Botham? Uh, oh, God, does this one involve pictures? No, no <laughs> pictures on this one. This is pi- <laughs> hey, picture-free. This is uh, Lord Ian Botham talking after the test. He, 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 he was quoted in on a website saying, top order is a major worry, talking about England one, presumes. Mm. We've tried two combinations so far and it just hasn't worked. Alex Lees was over here with the Lions, scored a good 100 in trying conditions and he went home and he was all in a bluster about why mm. would they send a kid who'd scored a good 100 for you know the England Lions, why would they send him home? And then my favourite part was the article parenthetically said, Lee's actually made scores of two and one in the tour match against Australia. <laughs> so I think uh, England's uh, punditry is about as good as their, their batting at the moment. Yeah, that's that does explain a lot about how they choose their top order, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Well, how many has he made? Oh, at I least 100. A, I think it was a good 100. <laughs> yeah. It was something with a one in it. Yeah. Let's, let's select him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very good. Uh, what else have we got? So we have, uh, well, COVID everywhere. We have mm. to nominate um, the, the amount of COVID and, and the fact that it was coming out. I mean, it's not, not really underappreciated. I think people appreciate this. But yep. it was kind of funny when England's net bowlers went down. That, <laughs> yes. that, that was, uh, and they couldn't train. <coughs> yes. uh, we also had the Cricket Australia boss, Nick Hockley. We mm. had David Boone, the match referee. Uh, we had uh, the English coach, uh, Chris Silverwood. Mm-hmm. Are we getting a bit of a picture about who goes drinking <laughs> with each other? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, Travis Head went as well. So mm. I I like the idea of Travis Head having a few drinks with uh, Chris Silverwood, David Boone and Nick Hockley. <laughs> That's and, a strange and a trio. a super spreader group. Yeah. <laughs> super spreader. And, of course, you only super spread when you're, you know, yelling, screaming yep. and singing. Maybe they went to a karaoke bar. Oh, 
<laughs> what, what an experience that'd be. I mean, we yeah. know David Boone likes a drink, but who, who knew that the others were, were so keen on uh, singing along with him? Yeah, that's right. So what's going to happen? I mean, Boone, Boone is the only one who can toss the coin, right? Or Well, uh, yeah, well, I think uh, Pat Cummins gets to toss the coin. I think mm-hmm. uh, Boone just uh, oversees it. But now somebody else uh, gets the delightful side of seeing Pat Cummins up close tossing a coin. Well, that's more exciting than anything England selecting. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to be the match referee tomorrow? I don't know. Uh, they, they did name it. I can't remember who. Oh, but okay. presume he'll have COVID by tomorrow anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Depends who he drinks with. Yeah. Yeah. What, but, what songs do you think David Boone would sing? Oh, it'd be very it, Aussie songs. Would it be Working Class Man? Yeah, it'd be Working Class Man. It'd be <laughs> Down Under. Um, yeah. well, I want to hear Chris Silverwood singing Down Under. <laughs> Yeah, that would be very good. And you know Travis Head. Travis Head's got the big filthy mo, so he'd be belting out as many, you know, cold chisel songs as, as he possibly Great Horses. Horses, oh my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got uh, COVID also doubles up because COVID's not just uh, in the the Ashes series. COVID's mm. also uh, made its way into the Big Bash. Well, it is everywhere. So uh, most of the Melbourne Stars managed to get COVID. But uh, Before each Big Bash game starts, the fielding team runs out and they usually give caps to little kids of age, you know, <laughs> <laughs> three to eight who are jumping up and down excitedly receiving caps from their heroes. Mm. Glenn Maxwell had to run out, give those caps to those kids and then say, all right, you're playing this match for the <laughs> Melbourne Stars. <laughs> you get your cap, it takes on a whole new meaning. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they were beaten by the Renegades, which shows just how far they'd fallen, the poor old Melbourne Stars. I mean, stars. this is so clearly a unicorn event if the Renegades <laughs> are beating the Stars. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, the Renegades have beaten the Stars in previous seasons, but mm. they're pretty dire this season. So yeah. I think you, you know that it, it's a really poor situation if the Stars can't beat the Renegades. Yes. And I, I do like the idea too that um, that all of the Melbourne Stars are so close that they're all socialising <laughs> together. Not Glenn Maxwell. No. Yes. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn Maxwell is like in, in a private helicopter or something. It's the like, I'm right. not coming to the bar with you guys. There's too much COVID around. Yeah. What else have we got? We've got uh, so some footage of uh, people bowling who, who you wouldn't necessarily – retired cricketers bowling. So we had some footage. Well, that's, that's always good when you're short of net bowlers. Yeah. So Justin Langer was bowling to Andrew McDonald's son in the net. So Andrew McDonald, I think, is the assistant coach or something at the moment. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't keep up with all the changing roles. but uh, Andrew McDonald's son, presumably age five, has been selected for the yes. Melbourne Stars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Justin Langer bowled to him and actually managed to bowl him, uh, beat him with uh, one of yep. Langer's dreadful uh, spin deliveries. And he gave him a decent send-off too, which, which you'd like to see. So there, there was a bit of talk about Langer and Swepson might play at the SCG together as uh, mm. Australia's new spin twins. Yeah, why not? But even better than that was uh, footage that was on Brett Lee's Instagram account, which was uh, Brett Lee bowling in in backyard cricket. I think it was actually on the front pavement in front of their house. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he just uprooted his son's middle stump. He just (laughs) unleashed. (laughs) Was it a cartwheeling cartwheeling (laughs) stump? Oh, my God. So Lee's not showing any mercy. He showed about as much mercy uh, to his son as he did with Piers Morgan that time he broke his ribs. Yeah, fantastic. So that was uh, Brett Lee. I do have a memory of uh, of, uh, our son. Uh, getting your your father in a similar way. <laughs> That's very true. Yes, yeah. I think I think you got just about my entire family in like four consecutive balls. Everyone That's right. dismissed, and everyone was bold. Yeah, playing late. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So there we go. So there are our nominations. Uh, mm. Who do you think uh, gets it this week? Well, I think the. Uh, 
the, the umpires are underappreciated. I think mm. we should give it to Bruce Oxenford. He's got a nice positive. Well, not a COVID positive, no. but a nice, a nice positive. <laughs> not literally positive. Not literally positive. <laughs> yeah. A nice positive uh, event. You can't give anything to Ian Botham just in case he's got a picture in there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know. Well, the uh, only other possibility I thought was uh, maybe we give it to Steve Smith, uh, <laughs> send it through the elevator doors via Marnus, and oh, he, can, he can have the, the Muller Award despite not being officially nominated. It's quite flat, the Muller Award. Yeah, it is, yeah. Mm. So maybe we'll split it. We'll tear it in half. Uh, Mm-hmm. Marnus can deliver half to Steve Smith and the other half can go to Bruce Oxenford. Yeah. All right. So I think that's uh, where we'll wrap it up for this week. Absolutely. You've been listening to Dan Liebke at Lieb Cricket. If you want to find him on Twitter and Kat Jones, I'm at Cricket and you can find us at Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter. Yes, or you can go to our website, com and find links to everything there, including Kat, who will again be on Gorilla Cricket for the fourth test. And you can go back, I think, eight years and find our massive archive of a whole lot of things, including, I think, probably the same quiz that we might have done <laughs> yeah, five see or six years ago. <laughs> see, see yeah, if we did any better uh, yeah. on the quiz the first time. All right, uh, speak to you next week. Bye. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.